focus. During the Easter season, a lot of times rest in the scene of the cross. For a lot of people in this room, when I say that, you understand it. Perhaps you went to Sunday school as a child, becomes almost old hat. But I'm increasingly understanding that in our culture today, in the United States, there are a lot of people that really don't understand this issue of the cross. I mean, they've, they've probably seen pictures, Mel Gibson's movie, they've probably heard about that. It's a very bloody, gory scene, very graphic. And when you see that, it can almost, it can almost take you back if you are completely unfamiliar with it, or even perhaps if you're not unfamiliar with it, but yet you've always had this nagging question in the back of your mind. Why in the world would Jesus have to die this way on a cross? Going into Easter, minds are on this, and they are in the church. I will tell you this, that, that um, I'm very excited about what we're doing Easter this year. I am starting a series today called Jesus versus Death. We're going to talk about the reasons for the cross and why this had to happen. And I think that if we can give you some measure of understanding, you can help spread the news in other people's lives that may not understand. Easter Sunday, back by popular demand, I am starting a brand new series. It's the first time I've ever done this. I'm starting a new series on Easter Sunday. And we are bringing the car out of the barn. And on Easter Sunday, we're going to start What's, uh, what's Driving You series. It's going to go forward. It's going to be very exciting. And some of you haven't seen the car. Have you not seen the What's Driving You series has been like the most popular series I've ever done. And I've done it more than once. Um, it's pretty cool. Because we put a car on the stage. Yeah, pretty cool. So... Just wait till you see it. So that's going to happen Easter. But up until Easter, I want to talk about the why. Why the cross? Some people are offended by that question. And I think, that, um, I think I'm just going to start getting offended at the people who are offended. That's going to be the... <laughs> Give me something to post on Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, people get offended by saying, well, why do you have to ask why? I think why is a valid question when we talk about things like this. I mean, I, I read John 3.16, it's a very familiar verse to those of us who have been around church in our lives. John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And people step back and they say, why? Why did God have to give his one and only son? Why would he even love us in this way? I mean, it seems very lopsided to the kind of love that 
that we have toward our own children. How difficult it would be to make a decision to offer your own son. That doesn't make sense. I think about my boys and I think about that. You just kind of step back and say, I don't understand why. And then then you have this issue here that, that it was God's love that did this. But then who believe in Christ shall not perish. And then you boil it all the way down to this point. Eternal life. What does eternal life have to do with any of this? What does eternal life have to do with it? Why? Why all of this? And so today I want to start talking about the why. Why did Jesus have to fight death? in order for us to get eternal life. Well, it begins with Genesis chapter 1, and and this is a very important important verse for us to understand. In verse 27, it says, God created mankind in His own image. In the image of God, He created them. Male and female, He created them. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over. Everybody say rule over. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Rule over. This word rule over literally means to have dominion over. To have dominion over. That God spoke into this creation called man and he told man that I want you to rule over, I want you to have dominion over everything that you see that is creeping on the ground, everything that is in the sea, everything that is flying in the air. When it comes to this creation, you, man, are going to have dominion over. You are going to rule over all of these things. But then the story unfolds that the serpent came. It is no surprise that the enemy would pick the serpent figure. Because the enemy was about to attempt to steal something. Was about to take something away from that realm of dominion. And so creeping along the ground and in... Into that scene is this serpent who would come to Eve and would begin to tempt her concerning a particular tree that was in the garden, this tree of knowledge of good and evil. And she said this in Genesis chapter 3, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it. Or you will die. See, this serpent understood that the whole issue of dominion revolved around this thing called death. That God would speak to man and say, Don't touch that particular fruit. Don't go to that particular place. Because if you go there, you will lose dominion. 
And something else will grab that dominion from you. And the thing that will grab that dominion is death. And so the good news for us today is that Jesus Christ came into this world to redeem that dominion back for us. He would suffer this death on a cross, but his death would not be permanent. The message of the Easter cross is that it doesn't end with the cross. The message of Easter has a resurrection. And the fact that Jesus Christ rose again from death, defeated death at death's own game. Think about that. (laughs) Yeah. That cross was temporary. But what happened on the cross points to what was to happen after the cross. This is why we find very powerful words in Hebrews 2 verses, 12 rather, verses 2. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, for the joy Set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. See, this dominion power that Jesus Christ secured for us, beating death at death's own game, gave to us Dominion again over all things. This is the new kingdom. Jesus talked about coming and and the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God operating here on this earth. What is a kingdom? A kingdom is a king's domain. A king's dominion. A kingdom. The fact that Jesus Christ stepped out of that grave, turned to his disciples in Matthew 28 and uttered these words, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. What is he talking about there? He is talking about beating death and redeeming dominion. Beating death and regaining dominion. So it is that on this cross there are several views that we could take. But what I really want to talk to you about in these next few moments is this, that the cross represents for us a battlefield. The battlefield of the cross. Hebrews 2.14 says, Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, the devil. That he may break the power of him who holds the power of death. Jesus Christ, on that cross, fought for us. And we still ask why. Why would Jesus have to fight for me? And the answer is extremely simple. In all of its complexity, 
the answer boils down to this. Jesus Christ fought for us because he was the only one that could. Just it. Nobody else could fight death and win. But Jesus Christ could fight death and win. That's good news for us today. Because everything we face in our lives really boils down to this. The true essence of death is separation from God. God expelled them from the garden in the beginning after the fall. He expelled them and there was this flaming sword of an angel and, 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 and they were not allowed back in and, and God meticulously started working a plan in the Old Testament whereby he was showing us that there is a pattern to be set that the day is going to come when the one when the one and only who can fight death and win when he comes all of this is going to be reconciled all of this is going to be fixed all of this is going to be redeemed that by Jesus Christ victory on the cross stamped by a resurrection You know, the Word of God says that if they would have known what they were doing, they would not have done it. There must have been a shocked, uh uh-oh look on the face of all of those that held power in death. There must have been this moment in them when they realized, what have we done when Jesus Christ stepped out of that grave and said, you lose. You lose. I win. It was this tremendous battle. The battlefield of the cross, Jesus Christ did something that only he could do. And he won a victory that only he could win. That's it. We could not do this on our own. We could not do this in our own power, in our own strength. Absolutely impossible for us to accomplish any of this, Jesus Christ stepped on the scene and said, I can do this. I can do this. Matter of fact, we partake in what he did. We partake in what he did. Because Jesus Christ on that cross fought death and beat death at death's own game. You and I have the opportunity by faith to step into the dominion rule that Jesus Christ secured on that battlefield. I love these verses in Romans chapter 3, verse 22. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. What did He redeem? He redeemed dominion power. 
that all are set free, that all are justified by this act that Jesus Christ did, that Jesus Christ went to a cross and he died for us. Why? Because he was the only one that could beat death. He was the only one that could do that. And he did that. And he won the victory. So that those who would believe in him would have eternal life. That those that believe in him would be justified. That would be be counted just in the eyes of Almighty God. That Jesus Christ steps up and says, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That sickness doesn't have dominion over you. Now wait, wait just a minute. That depression doesn't have dominion over you. Oh no, stop. Those passions that sometimes get out of balance in your life and you, you have this passion toward things that you shouldn't have passion toward. But, but that passion doesn't have dominion over you. Because you just pull up, hold on a second. That fear doesn't have dominion over you. That's what we've been singing about all day today. That Jesus Christ on the cross secured a victory on the battlefield of the cross. He secured a victory for us that only he could secure. And then we have the opportunity by faith to step into that dominion and say, now just wait a minute. Those thoughts, those people, that circumstance... Those things going on in my life that create anxiety and worry. Those things that are going on in my life. Wait a minute. On the battlefield of the cross, Jesus Christ redeemed for us dominion. Death has no power over you. Death has no power over you. And so don't give, don't give that fear dominion back. Don't give that pain dominion back. Don't give that circumstance dominion back. Stand today in your heart and understand that Jesus Christ came. And we may not be able to explain everything that went on. We may not be able to explain the circumstance. I don't understand why some people hurt people. I don't understand why certain things happen. I I don't have an explanation for that. But I do know this. Jesus Christ went on the battlefield of the cross and on that cross he secured dominion so that you and I are no longer separated from God and if we could just step into that dominion and be in the presence of almighty God I know that there is healing in him I know that there is hope in him I know that there is peace in him the Bible says a peace that passes understanding that kind of peace A joy that is unspeakable. You can't even really give it words to describe. But it's there. And it's resonant. Why? Because Jesus Christ on the battlefield of the cross secured dominion. He beat death at its own game. He fought a fight that only he could win. But he won it for us. You have been redeemed. Praise God. Would you stand with me? That's what I want us to do.
bow your heads for a second. I want to pray. Father, I'm asking you by your mighty power right now in Jesus' name that you would open every heart and mind, open every life to what you have for us even in this moment. In this very moment, Father, we stand before you in need. And I am asking you that right now that all pride would be taken down, that that all fear would be taken down, that all condemnation would be taken down, that we would just stand here right now understanding that Jesus Christ did something for us individually that we could not do for ourselves. And in that regard, Father, I pray right now over every heart and every mind that we would be willing to embrace what you have done, that we would be willing to embrace it. In Jesus' name, may it be so right now. Jesus' name. As you remain with your head bowed just for a moment for the security and privacy of those who would not want to be embarrassed, just give me two seconds and keep your eyes closed. If you're in this house and you say, you know what, Pastor, I need a revelation of that dominion power in my life. In circumstances, I've been fighting some stuff. There's some stuff going on in my life that... that, um, I've, I've let other things rule in my heart, and, and I, I, just, I just want a fresh start today. I want to embrace what you've said about Jesus Christ battling for me. And, and if you feel that way, would you just slip a hand up? I'm not going to embarrass you. I will not call you forward. I will not call you out. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Put your hands down, please. There were so many hands that just went up in this room. I almost don't have to say. I almost don't have to say, those of you that didn't raise your hand, pray with me. I mean, there, I feel this so strongly in my heart. I'm telling you, I know what I feel. I knew what I felt before I ever, before I ever even offered that. I knew that there were a lot of people in this room that, that you, need a, you need a revelation of the, of the redeemed dominion power that Jesus Christ fought for you on the cross to regain. And, and, and you, need to, you need to carry something out of this place with you. And so here's the start. I don't know any other way. This is just the best way is that first we pray together. That I'll, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And, and we're going to pray together. And we're just going to ask the Lord that for his help in these areas. And then after that, I'm going to invite our prayer partners forward. And if you feel that you need just a little more of a, of a prayer, I want you to come forward after the prayer partners come forward and we're going to pray with you. We're not going to embarrass you or anything like that, but we're going to pray with you. We're going to believe God to work a miracle. If, if, you, if you don't want that, of course, we're going to dismiss. And um, I know this is making some of you feel very comfortable because I'm giving you the whole play-by-play right now. I'm going to dismiss you. But what I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to leave this place with something deep in your heart saying, you know what? Christ has won the dominion over that in my life. I'm not going to let that fear rule over me. I'm not going to let that worry, that anxiety, that sickness, that depression, that condemnation. I'm not going to let those things rule over my life. And so you might have to do this the minute you get to your car. You might have to do it in the foyer. You might have to just stop and say, we got notepads out there. You might have to stop at the information center and say, give me a piece of paper. I need to write something down. I want you to write it down. Fear, you don't have dominion over me. 
or you write down worry, you don't have dominion over me. Or sickness, you don't have dominion over me. Write that down. Why you, why you say that, Pastor? Because I want you to take it and put it somewhere where you'll remember, where you will remember that, you, that this day something changed. That on this day, on this Sunday, February the 21st, 2016, something changed in your life. Something changed. you got to mark it down. And then tomorrow, when that old stinking death wants to jump up in your face again, that, that fear death, that, that worry death, that anxiety death, that condemnation death, when that thing wants to jump back in your face, you pull that piece of paper out and say, absolutely not. You do not have dominion over me. I will not entertain a thought of quitting. I will not entertain a thought of being depressed. I will not entertain a thought of... Jesus Christ has won the victory. He battled for me on the cross. He battled for me on the cross. He fought for me. And He did something that only He could do. Okay, so let's pray. Everybody bow your heads pray with me. Father, I stand before you right now asking you to search me. I pray that you would help me. In the mighty name of Jesus, I stand in full confidence that Jesus came and died for me and that God raised him from the dead for me, securing dominion power over death from this day forward. None of these things will Lord over me in my life because Jesus is Lord. And I make that declaration right now. Jesus is Lord. Father, I give you my circumstance. Father, I give you my fear. I give you my worry. I lay it all at the feet of Jesus who gained dominion power for me. In Jesus' name I pray. Everybody said amen to that. We ought to clap our hands and make a shout. Hallelujah.